2: they are also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games
0: that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You found prime time action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network.
2: Live from the South Point, it is primetime action. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin on a Thursday night uh, from the South Point, And looking forward to Thursday night football. A little oh. over an hour from now, you got your football, man. Uh, it's a barn burner, at least on paper. Giants Washington, Yeah. Jones, Heineke, catch the fever. Thursday night football. Uh, you have plays on that. We'll get to those momentarily. Uh, We do have guests tonight as well. Johnny Avella from DraftKings will join us. Kenny White to talk a little college football with us from CBS HQ. And, uh, well, three
4: baseball games that are final, three that are going on, and two yet to come. Two games to bet on if you want to get in. We have the Tigers and the Rays. Tyler Alexander, Lewis Head on the hill for the Rays. It is right now sitting minus 200 in favor of the Rays if you want the underdog Tigers gonna cost you. Uh, you'll get back plus 170 on that one. In the other game, 8:05 Eastern, 5:05 Pacific. Astros and the Rangers. Luis Garcia, Glenn Otto. Otto had a rough, rough outing in his second go in the uh, in the majors. Had a good first start, bad second start. We'll see what happens tonight. He is a plus 140 underdog. If you want to back the Astros, minus 160. In that one, and as Gil mentioned, uh, three finals today. The Reds one nothing winners over the Pirates. The Angels nine to three over the White Sox, and the A's get it done seven to two over the Royals.
2: Yeah, and so some of the uh, some of the implications here: San Diego beating the Giants currently seven to three after eight in San Francisco. San Diego beat the Giants at Oracle last night as well. If that holds, if that four run lead holds one more inning. And then San Diego, like the Reds earlier today with their win over the Pirates, will keep pace with the Cardinals for that race for the number two wild card position in the National League. And the Giants, with a loss, if that loss ends up happening here with uh, just three down to their last three outs, they will end up one game ahead of the L.A. Dodgers. One game ahead uh, with exactly... Fifteen games left in the regular
4: season. Not the worst start for Kevin Gosman, but certainly not his best. He goes five innings, gives up eight hits in those five innings, uh, four earned. He did strike out seven and only walk one. So again, just kind of a kind of a middling middling performance there. He didn't the, look that great. The real there. damage um, is a couple of relievers came in, got the job done, and then Watson comes in and in two thirds of an inning gives up four hits and three earned. So that's, uh, that's ungood from the bullpen Un- there. Good. That's how it ended up at seven to three.
2: Yeah. Yankees beating Baltimore right now, two to nothing at the top of the sixth. The Yankees, of course, in that log jam virtual tie with both Toronto and Boston, actual tie with Toronto headed into today. Uh, but that will put the Yankees just a half game up, but that a lot of baseball still to be played at Baltimore in that one, though, two to nothing. Yankees top of the sixth. the Phillies and the Cubs top of the third scoreless last night. I took a look at that moments ago. So that's the story in baseball. But baseball obviously takes a backseat to football tonight. Uh, first, before we get to Washington and the Giants, a couple more things, both uh, Ravens related today, Matt. One, uh, quarterback Chris Westry tears his meniscus and Devonta Freeman elevated.
4: Yeah, instead of Le'Veon Bell. Instead of so, yeah. Le'Veon Bell. So they went with Devonta Freeman. I guess they are looking at... You know, kind of what they I guess they're trying to replicate the backfield that they had, should they have had they had, had Dobbins and, and Gus Edwards, and where you kind of get that pass catching back in Tyson Williams, you kinda get that power ish back in, in Devontae Freeman. So you're gonna have that type of one-two punch there. But yeah, it wasn't Le'Veon Bell. I mean, this this Ravens team is beat up. I mean, that was, you know, already down already down Marcus Peters, now down a backup corner. As well, Marlon Humphrey was in and out of that game a couple of different times. Um, it is it's really interesting As enter, entering that game this week. I am so, so, so happy to be holding the ticket that I have. I, I, the line had moved still three and a half in favor of the Chiefs. I am incredibly happy to be holding that ticket. Uh, it looks like there was even some news that they are prepared to play without their starting left tackle in this, uh, in this game as well. So I, I heard that in Villanueva would move to left yes. tackle.
2: Yeah, so that, that's not very exciting.
4: So that, uh, again, line hadn't moved. So, uh, you know, yeah. maybe people know something I don't, but I am I am ecstatic to hold the ticket. Though, I am still know. convinced that day of game,
2: that thing's going to run up. And it gets back to what you and I talked about a lot during baseball season, I believe it was, mm. or basketball. I think it was more during basketball, yeah. where for whatever reason, the news is there. Yep. And then it takes the market like it's almost like people two days later, three days later, like, oh yeah, I should probably bet.
4: Oh, that. that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing, apparently. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. It was it was kind of shocking to me. I mean, especially when you're talking about and again, we we we've said this a million times. We value offensive linemen a whole bunch more probably on this program than most people do. But I mean, this is like they were in shambles as it was anyway. And now you're gonna be down yet another lineman in this game and having to switch positions and all this. So it 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 is a it is an ungood. Uh, situation there for, uh, for for this Ravens team. So again, I, I'm super happy to have this Chiefs ticket, and you know, prove me wrong. My number one, two, and three. I did the Megapod, the
2: beating the book Megapod. We do our three best bets. My three best bets today. Uh, number one was the Chiefs against the number. These are all against the number. Number two was the Dolphins taking the points against the Bills, and then number three was uh, the Rams laying the points against the Colts. Those are my top three. Uh, ATS.
4: We'll see if I feel that way once I put the contest picks. Yeah, that's uh, Jason Lock this afternoon. He said the reports of Ravens are preparing to be without left tackle Ronnie Staley in week two against the Chiefs. And then also coming out later this afternoon as well. Hollywood Brown didn't practice today. Oh, man. So he did not practice at all. And so this wasn't one of those limited practices or anything. This was a, a DNP. So did not practice at all. So, I mean, that would be a wide receiver core that's already super thin. With the injuries and guys being on IR, that would be a huge, huge hit. So, uh, you know, we're we're we've got we're in already. We got threes and we've got yeah. one and a halves, and we got whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm I feel I feel pretty good. I guess we'll we'll see how this thing goes. We're, but you're right. In. I mean, it is Sunday night football, so I mean, this thing could
0: yeah
3: yeah we're in. But like that number is still three and a half, basically everywhere now. So if you wanted to buy down to three. You're. Pro- I'm kind of with Gil. I don't think you're going to have much longer. Like I think maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, but I think that number's going to run, start to run over the weekend at least. So, I mean, especially if we get more information about these guys actually being out that are just missing practice right yeah. now.
2: Yeah, and I have again a friendly one dollar uh, bet with uh, my mishbucha, Chris Andrews, who runs the uh, sports book here behind us at the South Point. I believe it will get to five and a half. That was my number. I believe it will get to five and a half by kickoff. A one dollar wager. And by the way, speaking of Mishbucha, may you have a pleasant breaking of the fast tonight. Uh, Let's talk about tonight's game: the Giants in Washington. Now, this is in this window where there's not the NFL Network game only stays on the NFL Network; it doesn't go to other networks. So uh, it's usually a pretty it's pretty much of a, a dud of a matchup. Typically, it is a little weird that it's two big markets like New York and Washington, but yet that's what we have tonight. Washington, a three and a half point favorite with Taylor Heineke behind center. Uh, once again, with Ryan Fitzpatrick now on the IR after uh, sustaining a hip injury, hip subluxation, uh, subluxation I believe it's called, uh, is what he had on uh, on Sunday after just uh, throwing six passes. The total at forty and a half. You have more than one wager here tonight.
4: Yeah, and actually, Gil. So, DraftKings has moved to four points. Bet it's at four. 888's at at four. Fox bets at four. Rivers is at four. Um, so, this thing is is moving towards Washington. Yeah, I've got an expensive three on Washington. It was a, it was a 120. So the you get got the expensive three on Washington. I also have a small, just a small ticket on the under 41. And that was more of a I wanted to put some money behind a conviction that I had and not just sit here and say, I feel like this is going to be an ugly game. But I'm not gonna but I'm not willing to bet it, you know. So I put a little bit behind that as well. Um that's moved, at least in my favor as well, down to forty and a half, only half point, but still uh, feeling pretty good about that. And then also we'll uh we'll we'll talk about I have a prop bet as well a little bit later that we'll uh we'll hit on. We'll talk about
2: that. Um we'll talk more about this game later, but had just a preliminary thought on this. Mm-hmm. You think this is a slog of a game?
4: I do. You I do. think this is super ugly, low scoring, kind of I Daniel Jones had trouble last week against against the Broncos and this Washington team is going to be every bit as troublesome and meddlesome for him as he got last week if not more and that was at home now he's on the road with this as well and i understand it's a thursday game so it's not probably not quite the the crazy crowd that you would get on a sunday but maybe it will be his first game of the year right i mean first home game of the year so maybe it will be it's such a bad home
2: field at at ral john over there outside of dc quite outside of dc by the way it's 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 a zero-point zero home field advantage. We, for so many years, we talked about home field advantage in the NFL being a three-point thing, and then now we've become you know hip to the fact that not all threes, a lot of them are twos and two-and-a-halves and a halves and one and a halfs. I would say, seriously, Washington is zero. Washington, at some point, might be negative. I'm mm-hmm. not even kidding. If you've ever been in that atmosphere, it is horrific when this team is not winning. Now, we're early in the season, so not in a non-winning situation, but a Thursday night, uh, at the stadium, I would expect a lot of Giants fans in the house coming down 95 and attending this one as well. Uh, but there it is. Those are the splits at DraftKings. We'll talk to Johnny Avella later. Washington was 69% of the handle. That's the total amount of money in the betting pool against the number. 67% of the total number of tickets when it comes to that point spread. And there's the money line. As far as the money line, that's much more evenly spaced out between Washington and the Giants. Uh, really almost right down the middle on handle little advantage in the total number of tickets to Washington and then on the total it's as even as it gets look at that 50% uh, on both sides it is staying right there at 40 and a
4: half no movement at all so uh, not the
2: sexiest matchup but we're just happy to have football
4: today yeah i mean look a major mismatch between the, in this game between the defensive line for Washington and the offensive line for the giants and Honestly, listen, I think uh, we talked about this a little bit last night. I don't think it's a huge downgrade to Taylor Heineke, but I think there'll be at least a little bit of a downgrade, at least at first while he kind of gets the, it is, this is, this is one of those now he knows he's the guy, right? I mean, yep. so there's at least a little, some, you, you come off the bench and like, you're not really expected to do much. And you, we've seen guys like have these crazy off the bench performances and then they go start the next week. And sometimes it's a little bit different. So we'll see if that's the, the case here with Heineke, but um, I don't think it's that big of a downgrade. I think they win the game. I think it's kind of going to be pretty ugly. I think the Giants are going to struggle to score. This is the big thing with this game. The loser falls to 0 2. And again, if you look at uh, Washington's
2: schedule, that could be a very ugly pre buy start to this season. Eight games before the buy, and it gets much tougher after this. So a proverbial must win this early in the season, one might say. Coming back, prop watch on the game tonight on Prime
0: Primetime Action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network.
2: Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VSIN.com data and analysis. You get everything that VSIN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at com slash
4: subscribe. Now- Actually, I was going to hold oh. on to this, Gil, but I have to read this now. Oh, I-, I was going to hold on. I have to. I have to, guys. Okay. Yeah. Falcons defensive coordinator Dean Pease was asked about analytics today. Mm-hmm. A 72-year-old man is probably the last guy you want to ask about analytics and computers. I don't even like my cell phone. <laughs> oh, no. At least he didn't say analytics. Let's <laughs> give so. much. If you're wondering about that Falcons defense, guys. Oh my God! If you're wondering about that Falcons
3: he's the, defense, uh, he's probably rocking a flip
2: phone still, too.
4: And now it's time <laughs> for prop watch. <laughs> this
2: is amazing. Wow, it's amazing! It uh, is 2021. The the open shunning. It doesn't make you cool, y'all. Doesn't make you cool. It is 2, just because you're 2021. And just and for the anti analytics crowd, just because you're anti analytics, like. It doesn't mean if you're pro analytics that you're only analytics. That's right. the thing that they don't get. Right, right. That's the that's the big fallacy of it all.
4: No, nobody is asking you to. Yes. It's the same thing we talk about when we do our golf models and we do these. Other, no one is saying that you have it has to be an absolute. Right. Everything every time. Right. But but to sit here and be like, I don't even like my cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I used to go to the
2: MIT Sloan Sports Analytics Conference. I'm sure this is fabulous analytics conference mm-hmm. talk. But I used to go. It's at MIT. I used mm-hmm. to go the first like six years of it. And I would notice that the Washington football team was never represented there. Like it was like every NFL team, maybe, you know, minus a few. Mm-hmm. And the team I grew up on, Washington football teams, finally Matthew Berry over there at ESPN, who's a, who's a Washington football team fan. I said to him, I go, uh, hey, does it bother you that the uh, Washington football team is never here? He looks at me, he goes, yeah, as a matter of fact, it does. <laughs> you know, And <laughs> now that you mention it, and it really, because what does it show? It just shows that you, you're not even
4: open to getting right. an edge, okay. Well, that's just dumb, you know. The here, here's the thing is is and we'll get to prop watch here in a second. But what I don't, what I really just can't buy into mm-hmm. is the is is something like that where it's like I'm the wrong guy to ask about or something like no yeah. no no you're you the, you're the exact you are guy. a coach in the NFL like yes. you should you should know huh you know like and if you're against it, then you better have a real good reason as to why you're against it. Yeah, man, it's only it's only numbers that have been, you know, crunched over the course of thousands, tens of thousands of games, you know, over that's the course right. Of whatever. So, yeah, again, it's... human beings
2: can see one game better than analytics. Analytics see every game. That's it distilled to its core. Anyway, back to Prop watch, ladies Our and rant. gentlemen, rant over <laughs> slash rant, rant over, end rant, <laughs> New York Giants yes. in Washington tonight. Uh, the character Proposition Joe in The Wire used to say to people, uh, I've got a proposition for you. Well, this is what this is kind of in a football version. Uh, So here we have propositions for you. Passing yards, Daniel Jones and Taylor Heineke. What a matchup. Daniel Jones at 234.5, Taylor Heineke 249.5. Their touchdowns at 1.5 with the under heavily juiced on Daniel Jones at minus 200. And then the picks, both at a half.
4: The Jones line not worth... I don't think it's worth really betting. I kind of have him pretty close to that number, with like a median of kind of like a 241. So I don't really think that there's any sort of edge there to be had on on Daniel Jones. So I didn't I didn't make a play there. And then as far as Heineke. Guy making his first start here, like I understand he's got starts for this team and I understand he's got snaps and things, but a guy making his first start is just too hard for me to know what kind of game plan they're gonna go with, how they're gonna go about operating the the offense and stuff. So it's hard for me to make a, a solid projection and have a good a good feel about that. So I, I laid off Heineke props
2: for this one. And there
4: was no fumble prop,
2: Kelly? We didn't find any of those. No fumble prop. No fumble, no fumble, fumble prop. prop. Daniel Jones, who uh fumbled inside the red zone versus the Broncos. Late third quarter, down 17-7. to 7. NFL worst 18 fumbles lost since entering the NFL in 2019. But as Matt pointed out in the segment, trend fallacies yesterday, <laughs> he's never fumbled against yes. Washington. Please yeah. don't read into that. Please yeah. don't. It's not a It's not a predictive thing. He doesn't hold on to the ball better against That's Washington right. than he does against I'm going to hold it tighter now that I'm I see the burgundy, Way tighter
4: against these Washington Burgundian
2: football gold. teamers. I don't now, like their Now, colors. one thing
3: that might go into that, if we, we have some weather apparently in the area tonight. Yes, so, please so do a tell. Wet, a wet football might be harder to hold on to. I, w- I will give that. But right now, uh, in Landover, we have a flood warning in effect. It is 73 degrees, uh, cloudy and rainy right now. And it looks like there is quite a... Uh, Quite a front moving through there right now. At least right now, we're an hour away from kickoff, so we'll see.
4: I got to get you a green screen and then like a thing yeah. that you can just point at, like whenever You'll see, behind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in this direction off over the here, we, here. Yes. <laughs> Seems like it's raining, and then like you're pointing. Yeah, yeah. You're like pointing at California. We're like, no, Kelly, other side. That's it's 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 on the other side of the oh, country. No, I, I've practiced
3: on those green screens before. I got that down.
2: Do you think weather folks should be uh, held to to a record? Like how good they are at predicting?
3: I, I, I used to think that until I watched the guys in South Florida do it all, all the time. Oh, they and got I'm no like, chance. I'm like, this is impossible. They have no chance. Like, this another. is impossible.
4: Yeah. Well, you'd but bat, don't worry, they get paid for you'd it. You'd bet nearly 1,000 here, though. So, like, I, I would say no. Yeah, it's going to be hot. Like, yeah. Guess what? Tomorrow it's going to be It's going to be hot and it's not going to rain. You <laughs> went, check. Hot and not going to rain. Check. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to another one. Beyond the passing props. We go next by the way, I'm watching the Giants here on the top right screen, making a little noise in the ninth. Uh, rushing props: Antonio Gibson of Washington at 69 and a half. Saquon, who was listed as questionable here, uh, 38 and a half with the over heavily juiced at minus 145. There's Daniel Jones at 23 and a half. There's Taylor Heineke at 20 and a half. Hmm. Taylor Saquon's Heineke. a go. Taylor. So
4: he's active.
2: Taylor Heineke only 20 and a half. J.D. McKissick at 13 and a half, and then rushing plus receiving yards. You see the numbers for both Gibson and McKissick. Who are dual threat? gives it at ninety one and a half.
4: Anything there? I have Gibson. Um, I have Gibson pretty high, but I think my projections. Again, I'm I'm projecting that they're going to maybe let Heineke kind of ease into this role a little bit more, and then also I think Washington's going to win, and so with Washington winning, I think there's going to be more r- rushing opportunities again for for Gibson as well. So I actually have him closer to like eighty two yards. Um, so if you wanted to go in that direction, I see that it's juiced a little bit to the over as well. So, um, not, not a huge edge with that juice there, but I do have it at 82 yards. I didn't put it in the account.
3: Gil of all the props that I, uh, kind of went through while putting these together. The one you, that was the, was the one that I really? I didn't bet, but I, but I, that Ta- myself. Taylor was, Heineke
2: over. Yeah. Taylor Heineke yeah.
3: over his pa- uh, his rushing yards. He has done that in over. Half the NFL games he's played in, which is like five, so read read into that. It's not. It's not a ton, but um, I I mean, you know what? You know what's funny is I kind of feel like I would have played it if I didn't hear so many, so many NFL analysts uh, across networks this week being like, "Watch out for this guy's athleticism.
2: (laughs)
4: Like he's going
3: to add another dimension to this team." And I'm like. Well now I just feel like he's not at all. He's just going to sit back there in the pocket. So yeah. I don't know, but that, I still lean over on
4: people that. probably looking at that Saquon number as well and looking in like, oh, only thirty nine. He only got nine carries last week. Just, just, and they have said they're not going to fully let him go yet. So, so much, such okay. a question mark as to how many carries he's actually going to get. So I don't know. So, I, I'm not going to touch it. Great question. I'm going to
3: follow up on that a bit because that was a prop. I feel like that was a prop. I heard. I saw. The most amount of people jumping on last week and acting like it was free money betting unders on Saquon. I understand we knew what we mm-hmm. what he was coming off of. They basically said he wasn't going to get a full workload. What, do you what? What do you think headed into week two? He's just un, unable to tell what. Well, his they said to be? that
4: they're not yet willing to cut him loose. They, you know, whatever, like cut him yeah. loose. So what? What that? What does that mean? Does that mean another nine carries, or does that mean the nine becomes? 14, I I don't know, you know, I mean, so I I don't know. And so with that, I'm not going to play it, especially if this field is all sloppy and stuff. Sounds like a pitch count, you know, it sounds like. The one that
1: that
3: I kind of, when I looked at that today, Matt, like what his total rush yards were, and then his longest rush, his longest rush is like over under 17 yards, I think I saw it at. Like maybe that thing on a Mm -hmm. sloppy field is better to consider, like that he's not going to break through, you know, the first level and the second Mm -hmm. level of defense to get to that number. So if anything, maybe that's the way I would play
2: it. Last week, 10 of 26 with a long of five yards for Saquon. How about the receiving props? Can I, can I interest you in this? this is this something that might interest you? Terry McLaurin, uh, who was mic'd up on, uh, inside the NFL this week, was great. 70 and a half for the Redskins standout out wide out. Sterling Shepard is the high mark for the Giants with Kenny Galladay right behind him. They're both in the 50s. And then the Redskins, excuse me, pardon me, Washington football team's tight end, Logan Thomas, who is not, uh, he's not in the Kittle Waller, uh, Kelsey group, but he's right below that, I would say. He's at 45 and a half and then everybody else down the line.
4: Yeah, I'm on under 59 and a half on Sterling Shepard. Um, this sloppy field probably isn't going to help my... He's probably going to get a ton of underneath targets now. That's probably going to help my my bet any. But, I mean, listen, I just go with what we've seen. Like, the guy has been in the league... Uh, since You know, as long as he's been in the league, he averages 9.1 yards average depth of target, right? I mean, he's just an underneath guy that that doesn't catch a lot of of long passes he went under this 59 and a half number that I'm on on in eight of 12 games last year and two of the four games that he went over was against the Cowboys and the Bengals who had two of the absolute worst secondaries in the history of mankind last year as it was it's just not his it's just not his thing he's an underneath guy that catches a bunch of short passes and he's kind of a third down move the chains type fella and he just got behind the defense last week Broken play, had a 37-yard reception. That's why he had kind of an explosion game. So I'm on the under here, uh, feel pretty good about it. But, again, this sloppy field's not working in my favor because you would think that that equals a lot of little dump-off passes. Those are the uh, three for Matt, the bets that you just saw right there. One prop in the two plays, Washington
2: minus three and the under 41 as everything goes down to three and a half now across the board in favor of Washington. So a little Giants move right there. Coming back with World Series exact matchup,
0: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on V-CEN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Back on primetime action, just like Brett Musberg said, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin live from the South Point Hotel Casino. If you're wondering, hey, where's the South Point? Uh, You know the Las Vegas Strip, don't you? I think you do. Uh, If you just go due south, um, how far past Mandalay would you say? Let's call it three miles. Let's call it three miles. I believe it's exactly five.
4: Let's also call Let's it call exactly it five, five I said three <laughs> kilometers, Kelly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we are.
2: Yes. Uh, we're at the South Point. Come by. Look at that. Oh, it's majestic. Look at that sky. It's, weird. it's always a
3: cloudy day whenever we show this video. Look at know? the it's light. Like, it's like it's not live.
4: Drone footage, ladies and gentlemen. Kelly shot that drone footage. Yeah, yeah. look at that. It's uh, beautiful. That's like, oh, oh. Kelly could drive a drone.
3: That was me and my helicopter, actually.
2: It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um... Okay, so let's, uh, while we have the run-up to the football game, we're about 45, 50 minutes away from the football game. Let's talk a little baseball. World Series exact matchups. So, uh, you know, exact as in horse racing, where you pick the uh, first and second horses in a race. Well, how about applying them to sports betting? What are the exact matchups um, in Major League Baseball? We do this across sports as well. The Astros versus the Dodgers, these are at DraftKings, remains the short shot. That is the favorite to happen in late October. The Astros versus the Dodgers, which would be a rematch of sorts, uh, of course. And then the White Sox versus the Dodgers. White Sox obviously running away with the AL Central. They're at plus 850. Rays, Dodgers. You're sensing a theme on the National League side, are you? Plus 950. Rays running away with the AL East. Interestingly, the Dodgers still one game behind the Giants in the NL West, but the Dodgers are the top three favorite combinations on the NL side anyway. Those are, They are the NL member of the top three combinations. Then everything else is double digits. Astros Brewers, White Sox Brewers, Astros Giants, you see them on down the line. And then uh, it gets a little longer shot. And uh, I guess I what I would ask you, Kelly, is what's the longest of the possible combinations? I would imagine it's a team on the outside looking in currently. In the NL wild card like Cincinnati versus somebody. Yeah, I'm heading there right now. Hold on. Or Oakland versus somebody. Oakland versus Cincinnati would be, you know, probably the longest possibility on the board.
4: But there you go. Is there is there one you like or is there a group you like? I bet the top two. Top two? Uh yeah. I mean, like at seven and eight and a half. I mean, I think the Astros or the White Sox are one of the two teams that's gonna come out of the, the A L. That's my guess. And then the Dodgers. I mean, I understand why the I understand why it's priced where it is because the We don't know that the Dodgers aren't going to have to play at one game. So – you know We don't know. Yeah. Okay, so
3: so okay, so real quick, there's many a thousand to one options, uh Gil, because you have teams that have not been eliminated Correct. from the playoffs. Yes. So like Mariners Cubs is an option at a thousand to one, <laughs> well, the, right?
2: Wait, the Cubs aren't eliminated yet? Uh, yeah,
3: I don't know. I guess yeah. not. I, I guess know. not.
4: Maybe that maybe they're not.
3: Uh, so there, there's a lot of those. But that was <laughs> when, when I started looking at
4: these men <laughs> every game left. Uh, uh, would someone, <laughs> would someone have to lose every game Hold and they on. would have to win Hold every on. game? On. I don't
2: know. The Cubs are yeah, that the Cubs are technically alive in the wild. Wild card, I guess, right? But they're they're just not making it. So yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Okay. So the way I started thinking about that though, Matt, is that you do have two teams in the Dodgers and the Giants where, okay, one of them at least is gonna have to face this one game situation where they might not even make it. So I almost is there is there value on here? I guess it it, it screams out to me there's value on here in almost any matchup that doesn't include the Dodgers and the Giants, and mainly the Dodgers, because the Dodgers are such the short-priced Team on here,
2: right? No, it's a good point. Like if you were going to bet them now, you they could be bounced in game one. Let me uh, another way. Will Hill and I, not the Will Hill, but Will Hill from VEASAN, uh, we had a little thought exercise last night. He said to me, he "Goes, what would you put the season win, the the uh, postseason win total of the Giants at if you had to make a number?" Which is a fascinating question because you have to include the wild card game as the hiccup to that. Right, where you could automatically be bounced. Right, so I I said, he said two and a half, I said three and a half because of the wild card game possibility because they'll be favored in a wild card game, which would give them one win, and then you would think, okay, two and a half, let's say, versus the Dodgers because they would be underdogs, but not massive underdogs, but underdogs. Whereas if you did it with the Dodgers, which we didn't get to, Mm -hmm. you would have to set that number probably at ten and a half or something. Because they would be, they would be a favorite in a wild card game. They would be a favorite in a division series. They would be a favorite every series they played. So maybe even, you know, it would be, it'd be double digits maybe. So it it makes this with that wild card quirk, it makes this very tricky. And either could be bounced.
3: Yeah, and that's an interesting bet too, of like yeah. a, a, a win total in that. And the, to me, the only way you could bet that is under though, because of that they could get bounced right away.
2: I mean, you might. Make I don't the know.
3: Odds enticing enough.
4: But. I don't know. If you gave me a three and a half on the Giants, I'd go over. Okay. All right. I like the I still like that Astros Dodgers and and White Sox Dodgers. I mean, I, I I like one of those two teams coming out of the AL and then I still like the if the Dodgers if the Dodgers figure out that they're going to have to play a wild card game, Scherzer's going to start that game. Mm-hmm. Like they'll just they'll just and Arias will come off coming up yeah. the bullpen. And listen, I'm not saying it's a it's a lock. I'm not betting against Scherzer to get them uh, get, like any way, shape, or form. Like Scherzer is going to come out and give it a, a ridiculous start there. So, I mean, I think they advance, however it is, one way or the other. So, um,
2: I would play just from a betting standpoint. I would play one of the longer shots, um, just by the number, like Rays, Giants, twenty-two to one, Blue Jays, Dodgers, twenty-two to one. I would probably play something in that pocket. By the way, we like the Rays, Giants, Blue Jays, Dodgers so much we listed them twice.
4: There it is. Yeah. I like it a lot. It's like Washington playing a Dallas. It's still and twenty-two to one either way you bet it. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that's, that's, either that's one you bet it on. That's yeah. a fact.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. that—that's the area I would play but I don't think I would play a short shot, even all right. though here, all here, those are possible. Here's a
3: question because you got a lot of longer odds on some of these ALS ALE teams that are all are all battling each other. Right? Is there one that you think like? Do you think the Yankees are way yeah. ahead?
2: What are the What are the Yankees Padres? Padres aren't getting there with that schedule, by the way. But just in case, but just curious. Two hundred yeah. to one. Two hundred to one. So that's, that's like
3: that's a good yeah. Like that's that. a
2: kind of cool bet right there, yeah. right? Not so much the Padres part, but specifically the Yankees part. Yeah. But but, but
4: I, either team could catch fire. Yeah, either and, team could catch fire. It's yeah. baseball,
2: man. Yeah. So people in Atlanta right now are like, "Hey, what about us? What about Milwaukee?" What's
4: what's Milwaukee versus? We mentioned that the other day. The Braves yeah. are just the forgotten, team. just forgotten. <laughs> like, oh, the, like, I feel
3: like it's more the Brewers than anybody.
4: We yeah. hadn't even mentioned the, but the Braves are like the Brewers. You can see them doing damage in yeah. the playoffs. The, the Braves, we don't even consider. Yeah, it. they just kind of skate along, do their thing. We don't ever talk about them. Hey guys, we want a division. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Yeah,
2: um, I, I think these are fascinating because there are numbers that are pretty tempting. Like we said with the, in the NBA, just to give you sort of the. The comparison, the Milwaukee Bucks, this just in, I don't know if you remember this happening, but the Milwaukee Bucks played the Phoenix Suns in the NBA finals. And Did that, won. Did that really happen? And won it. And and the Milwaukee Bucks yeah. won it. Before the season started at certain sports books, that was sixty-six to one. No, not before the season. Before the uh the postseason. Yeah, before I the playoffs. Yeah, yeah before, before the, the postseason. Playoffs. So right around now, that was sixty-six to one. Because you would before the playoffs, you're like, Bucks, Suns.
3: How about like Yankees, Yankees, Phillies, 250 to one Blue Jays, Phillies, 350 to one. Yeah. There's there's some
2: bomb help, options help out the, for the Mets fans out there. What's a Mets Yankees subway series.
3: Okay. Uh,
4: 600 to one subway series, 600 to one. It'd be a fun ticket to hold. Just do it. Come yeah. On. If you're in New York, that'd yeah. a New Yorker, it'd be a 10 bucks on it. Just have the ticket.
2: Maybe even 20.
4: Yeah. Well little 20 spot. Because if you win it with 10, you're going to hate
2: yourself. Yeah. There you go. We See saw that parlay. What was that parlay? We saw somebody put like a $10 uh, totals parlay oh, in college football. He hit like 17 unders, mm-hmm. and he made like $75,000. Yeah. I, my reaction would have been like, I can't believe I didn't put 20 on
3: it. I know, right? Like, what's 20 bucks? Yeah. But you know at the time, you're like, what's well, $10 on this long parlay? <laughs> but that's what you would think after. You're <laughs> like, what's 20?
4: What's 50? I'm never happy. <laughs> Do you like somebody other than the Astros or White Sox out of the AL? Uh, I actually think the Blue
2: Jays are a kind of sneaky team because that offense is as good as any of them, and they actually have a Robbie Ray, Hunjun Ryu thing at the top if Barrios ever became Barrios. Consistent, yeah, Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a sneaky team. I had them 200 to one last year to win the world series. Obviously that didn't come close, but that's how I feel about this team. I was one year too early on them, but I think if they get there and it's a big if, right you know, another team we never talk about the Red Sox. We never yeah. talk about them. They're in a virtual tie with the Yankees and the blue Jays, by the way, Yankees leading Baltimore two to one as they go to the bottom of the seventh, seventh inning stretch right now. So yeah, I mean, these are, these are pretty interesting. Good for DraftKings for posting these and good for them for leaving them up here. In the meantime, so 600 to 1, Subway Series, Mets, Yankees, if you're interested in that. Astros, Dodgers, the short shots 7 to 1. I would play one of those 22 to 1s. I would play Rays, Giants, Blue Jays, Dodgers. That's about as would good as gets. Would you play the gets first Green. Blue
4: Jays, Dodgers, or the second Blue Jays? I would Dodgers? play, I think I would go with the second okay. one. Okay.
2: Second one, because it looks further down the list. Uh, yeah. 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 So it A makes little bit longer. makes me feel better. Maybe it was 22.1 <laughs> to 1.
3: Yeah, you might be like, I want to take the 16th one on the board, not the 14th <laughs> one.
2: <laughs> it's like Washington's schedule down the stretch. Philly, Dallas, Philly, Dallas. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah. Now, um, again, Bucks' on 66 to one. Whereas like in football, when it was the Chiefs versus, uh, you know, the Bucs last year, that was pretty massive too, because mm-hmm. the Bucks, no one expected the Bucs to get there. Mm-hmm. What was the, what was the uh, Bucks winning the Super Bowl right before Tom Brady signed with them last year? Just them themselves. Oh yeah. It
4: was something absurd. It was, it was absurd, absurd as it was. Yeah.
2: Let alone playing the Chiefs. Yeah, anyway. It was something absurd. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we'll talk to Kenny White. We'll talk some college football, get his thoughts on the week that was, and more importantly, the week in front of us. A few really good games. Get Kenny's thoughts on those next on Prime Primetime Action. <laughs>
0: If you dare.
1: You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack Work.
0: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VCN, the Sports Betting Network.
2: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit Visa.com to check the current betting splits data. New feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion data is available for money line over under and against the spread bets betting splits yet another way I can't list them yet another way that visa is here to make you a smarter better year round check out today's betting splits for every game at visa.com it's Gil Alexander Matt Brown Kelly Bidlin uh, Kelly shout out happy birthday wishes to Matt Brown who turns 27 years old today?
4: Yeah, ripe and, old age of 27.
2: And then Sean McCollum, no relation to CJ McCollum, no uh, behind the glass, he is also 26 years or 27 years old,
3: something like that. You know, I'm just happy, Gil, that we knew this heading into the show today, Me too. We were full, fully prepared. Yeah, we didn't have a situation like Jordan Sherwood coming on, right. and breaking the news for everybody. You
2: know. <laughs> that's right.
3: We, that's what we need to add to the we need to add visa, to the a calendar of everybody's birthdays. That would be helpful.
2: That would be helpful. Anyway, happy birthday,
4: guys. Happy birthday. Appreciate man. it. What are you doing for your birthday? It. Uh it's Thursday. You know. Okay. It's just a Thursday. Betting a little you know football. how it is. What Betting do you do tomorrow? For your birthday? You get to like you yeah. get to a certain point where it's just like it's Thursday. It's just a it's just know. a Thursday. Well, I mean yeah, there. there's NFL on
3: tonight, I get that.
4: Yeah, that's all. Nothing yeah. this weekend? Uh you know, who knows? Shenanigans, maybe. Okay. Shenanigans. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's NFL season. There's not room for too many shenanigans. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, let's find out if it's Kenny White's birthday, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. from CBS HQ. It's Kenny White
5: talking college football with. Us. How you doing, Kenny? I'm doing great. Happy birthday, Matt. Now mine was last month, and uh, yeah, no shenanigans going on with football season. That's for sure. That's for sure. Hey, I
2: want to talk to you about the big game tonight, and I'm not talking about Washington and the Giants. I'm talking about Ohio and Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, la la. Is it Lula or Lula? Ulala is, uh, is what they, yes. Yeah, yeah. Lula, favored by 19, let's call it 18 and a half, somewhere in that pocket, we'll say 19. Uh, Ohio out of the MAC against the fun belts, Louisiana Lafayette. What do you have here, Kenny?
5: Yeah, I made the number 22 and, uh, and 57 and a half. I do lean towards Louisiana Lafayette. I uh, like the coaching mismatch, Billy Napier over Tim Alban, who took over uh, for the retired Frank Solich and all but had no head coaching experience, assistant for 16 years at, at Ohio. I don't like those situations. You're always the good cop, and now all of a sudden you've got to be the bad cop. Uh, and he's an offensive coordinator. They scored nine against Syracuse and 26 against Duquesne. Uh, they've played slow so far this year, and they've run the football quite a bit. On the other side, Lafayette has played at a little quicker pace. Um, And their offenses looked good, but the opponents they played, Texas, really shut them down, uh, held them on the scoreboard to just 18 points. Um, I don't like to lay these type of big numbers in a meaningless game, but I am looking at maybe the first half. If I can find a minus 10 in the first half, I'll lay the uh, 10 with Louisiana.
4: Kenny, we see two teams make big moves in the polls this week. Oregon shoots up eight spots to number four, or Iowa moves up five spots to number five and of course we know Ohio State with the big drop after their loss. What do you think of this Oregon and Iowa team because now as you know with Ohio State losing should they handle their business? They would be in the mix whenever it comes down to things at the end of the season. Do you think either one of these teams is made to kind of go the the test of time here?
5: Yeah, it'd be a big question. Mark. I don't know if Mario Cristobal can keep his team motivated 12 games in a row. Uh, he's not a motivational guy and that's that's why they struggled in week one against Fresno, which is a very good football team. But he's going to see some good football teams throughout the year. I think Oregon will lose one or maybe two games uh, the rest of the season. Iowa, uh, one of the teams I was scared that I may have had underrated coming into the season Um I don't know if I had them that underrated. Their offense is terrible. They cannot move the football. If it wasn't for pick sixes and turnovers, Iowa could be zero two this season. I think. Um, I know they beat beat up on on an Indiana thirty four to six, but it was all turnovers. And again, their quarterback uh, not very good. Petrus uh, Petrius, well below average uh, um, accuracy. And uh, not overwhelming, so I, I just don't know how they're going to continue to win games defensively the way they are. I think there's a couple losses on the horizon for Iowa.
2: Mm, that ruins my next question, Kenny, which was going to be, "Hey, how about <laughs> Iowa to win the Big Ten at eight to one?" <laughs> so let me scrap that. Uh, what about some of these games this weekend? Because there are a few really good ones. Let's go to uh, let's go to State College. Let's go up there. Penn State six point favorites. Let's call five and a half now. Uh, in favor of the Nittany Lions over Auburn in an SEC Big Ten game up there at Happy Valley. What do you think here?
5: Yeah, it never hurts taking points with a good team, and Auburn is a very good football team, but I'm against uh, uh, the Tigers this week. I like Penn State laying the points. It will be a whiteout in Beaver Stadium, 106,000-plus just screaming and yelling. Uh, Bo Nix has suffered a little bit against really good defenses on the road, Uh, and Auburn hasn't played anybody yet. Um, Akron, I have ranked 169 out of the 250-plus teams in FCS and FBS. That means there are 38 teams, FCS teams, that are better than Akron. And Alabama State, I have ranked 235 out of the 250. So uh, they couldn't have played a more easy schedule to start the year, and now they got to step up in class. Uh, Penn State's defense really showed out against Wisconsin in a big effort on the road. Sean Clifford. Has been very solid and especially protecting the football. No interceptions and 62 passes. So I give the edge to to Penn State here. I think they're the better team and playing at home. Um, this could be a little bit of a dummy move. I think you'll see this line come back up to six, six and a half, maybe even seven.
4: Real quick, Gil, that uh that that line tonight. Don't know if there were some some groups out there. There were some head. Foul. I don't know what's going on. It's now four and a half across the board. Oh my! So just in the process yeah. so Remember we talked about this last yeah. week.
2: That we are now entering an era where we're not used to seeing how quickly NFL standalone game lines will move but that on this show has gone from really four to three and a half to four and a half yeah.
4: now so I don't don't know if that was some sort of setup wow. or some sort of what or I, I don't know if we're like or if it's just a, a you know so many more people betting into these lines now with with so many more markets available yeah it's pretty much four and a half across the board as you look right now, Kenny, we have another game with, uh you know, listen, big name teams here, but it's a massive spread. Alabama heads on the road to take on Florida. We are looking at either two touchdowns or the hook on there. It's 14, 14 and a half here. Um, listen, Alabama, we th- through a couple of weeks has looked like it's Alabama and, and of old, you know, even having to replace all of the talent that they've had to replace here. Uh, road test
5: here against Florida. What do you think? Yeah, they reload. Obviously, I have them the best team in the country, but I think playing on the road in this spot, hostile environment, Bryce Young's first true road start against this type of crowd, um, he's a great quarterback, and he's going to be good. He's going to put up good numbers in this game, but he's going to put up great numbers, I think, in this game if he's to cover the point spread. I just don't think that happens. Uh, last year, Florida had a great second half in the SEC championship game. Uh, they were able to cut that game to six late in the game. It was the closest point spread of uh, our – Final score of any game that Bama had last year. And uh, Florida, I like what I've seen out of them. Uh, they haven't played anybody yet, so they've been completely vanilla. And this is a team I thought I had underrated at the beginning of the year, and I've, I've upgraded their power rating a little bit. And the one guy I really like is Anthony Richardson, the redshirt freshman quarterback. I uh, hope he's 100%. Reports that I'm hearing he is. They thought maybe that he was uh, cramping in his hamstring a little bit last week, had a big touchdown run, uh, came up hobble, but they're saying he's, he's ready to go. Uh, He's he's six for 11 passing for 192 yards and two touchdowns. And he's run the ball 11 times for 275 yards. He is a outstanding dual threat quarterback. And I think you're going to see him a lot this week. I think he'll probably split time with Emory Jones. I think that could be the X factor that keeps Florida in the game.
2: Kenny, what then is your favorite play or plays of this weekend in college football?
5: Um, Let's say the, the, Best play this weekend, I'm going to say, is the uh, finding Illini, getting seven and a half at home. I think it's a, a big knee-jerk reaction. Uh, they get their quarterback, Brandon Peters, back. And uh, I, I think Maryland is a little overrated right now. They beat a West Virginia team that that's a good football team. That game was very close. But then they played Howard, a very weak team. Louisiana, uh, L- L- um, Illinois loses last week on the road to a very solid Virginia club. And I think this week in practice, Brett Bielema, it's not going to be a fun week for the Illini. They will be well prepared, and they will be ready for this football game. I think laying seven seven points is way too many for Maryland in this one. So that's my top one. i got a couple other totals I like. Michigan-Miami over. Michigan State's playing up-tempo. Uh, Miami's playing up-tempo. Uh, Michigan State, 24th fastest tempo so far this year. And then Miami, the eighth fastest tempo team this year. One tone I like under here in the, in the city, uh, Iowa State's coming to play UNLV. I like it under 52. UNLV's offense just dismal against a very strong Iowa State defense. And Matt Campbell doesn't run up scores. One in four ATS. The last five times he's been a 20-point favorite or more.
2: Alright, and then Miami-Michigan State totals 56.5 and that Illini uh, Terps game is tomorrow night, Friday night for that one. Kenny on the Elianai. Uh 10 seconds yes or no here. Um, Cincinnati, just, just, only a four-point favorite at Indiana. I thought we were all down on Indiana. Is that appropriate, that line? Yes, it is. I think it's right on the number. I'm not down on in Indiana yet. Okay. All right. Kenny White, everybody. Thank you, Kenny. Always appreciate it, man. Thank you, guys. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Have a great weekend. You Happy too. Happy birthday, Matt. Appreciate it. KennyWhitesports.com. If you want to check out more of Kenny as well. Always nice to have him.
4: Me and Bryson DeChambeau and and Sean. Bryson DeChambeau's birthday, too? Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, Bryson DeChambeau. He's watching the show. (laughs) I only bet on you on certain
2: occasions. (laughs) what Matt would like to say. Coming back, we'll update all the baseball scores on the run-up to
0: football on VEASAN's Primetime Action. work.